I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sands Pants Radio. Hungry for custard. Welcome to another episode of Movie Maintenance, where some films just need fixing. I'm Handsome Tom. I'm Carney. I'm Kath. And uh, this week, it's The Greatest Showman. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Or The Greatest Movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Greatest Film of the Year. Easily. Which year was that? The year that it came out. Wasn't. When did it come out? What was the release date? So you're telling me, Boxing you're telling me, you'd, you'd put you'd put Greatest Showman above like Wind River. Yes. Well, let me tell you this, Tom. No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love Wind River. Uh, Wind See? River was great. See, no, no, but I had a great time during it. I know that you didn't enjoy it. Funny, I watched Jumanji. Uh, I think I saw this on Boxing. It came out on Boxing Day. That, mm. Yeah, it did yeah, come out yeah, last yeah. year. Boxing yeah. Day. I watched it on Boxing Day too. Yes. Correct. So I was watching Jumanji, and then uh, my girlfriend and I came out of the cinema, and we're like, oh, there's still. They're still showing movies. It was like, I think, an 11.30 session of Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to bed. We'll double up. <laughs> That's too and late. I looked at my phone and Tom had messaged me because I said, I'm seeing Jumanji. And his response was, I just came out of the blandest showman. Oh. And I just bought my tickets for oh. it. And I was worried. And I, I needn't be worried. because do, do you know why you enjoyed it? Yeah. I mummied you, Sean. I nah. lowered your expectations and then you enjoyed it more. If you went in thinking it was going to be like a good movie, mm. you would have come out being like, oh, no, that was trash. I guess I owe you a thank you then. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. So you agree that it's shit? No, no, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> no. What's it's, the point of the film? It's an. Um, Why does it exist? Oh, everything. Accept yourself. Accept no. where you come from. Yeah. Except, like, who which you would are. be fine. Don't which be would be fine. Where you come from. Except Barnum was an asshole. Tom, but, it's everything you ever want. No, it's not. Everything you ever need. No, fuck you. And it'll never be enough. Are you going to lyric me? Never. 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 Never enough? Never enough. Oh. Do you know what? That annoyed me too. She's the world's greatest soprano. Let's make a fucking belt. She didn't sing an opera song at all. She sang like this. Fuck. No, oh. they modernised it. Hugh Jackman talked about this. He went, you know what? If Barnum was around. They it enough. No, no. Okay. Okay. No. Actually. Actually. Oh, what did you want? You wanted him to start right? You want I, Cardi B I... coming in there? Actually, that would have been great. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna concede something. The music, fucking loved. Loved you all the songs. You criticised it. Yeah, I did a bit. This is awkward because I thought you were going to trash the music. No, I really And I was ready to songs. defend the fuck no, no, out of Michaela it. No, and I have been listening to the music well before we saw the film. Mm. So I was like, oh, no, the songs are good. And I walked out and I still went, no, the songs are still good. Really like that Never Enough song. Really like the opening. I enjoyed the song in the bar. Interesting. The opening is, uh, oh, no, sorry, I'm thinking of a different one. I'm Ladies thinking of and Million gentlemen, dreams. can I have your attention? Yeah, that was right. I like that because it had the, the, the kind of riff, the thumping, the stand. It, it was a cool moment. It was then ruined by flashing back to Barnum as a boy. Nah, loved it. Nah, fucking lose nah, that. Nah, invest lose in the character. It. No. You you can't separate the idea of Barnum as a historical figure. Yes. Because they, and guys, 
they really botched it. <laughs> they take some serious liberties <laughs> with the Thank you. But so did Barnum. It's in the spirit of like he. Now, if it was in the spirit of Barnum, they kill, would have killed nine this... beluga whales and had slaves. Oh, Animals are really expensive to put on film. No okay. Just CGI he and some dead whales. They did CGI a couple of animals. He wasn't a cunt. That's why they the budget's huge. He, he, no, but he, he's he's not a cunt. That's not he bad. doesn't do a bad thing once. Let's be real for a second. He's badass. He nearly cheats on his wife. He that's is. a cunt move. No, but he doesn't cheat on her. And that's the only he thing that didn't happen in real life. He's a piece of shit. No, but the thing is, did you not... say emotionally cheats on her? That's beautiful. On. Thank you. Yeah, he, never enough. He, never enough. These hands would hold, but just too little. He. His hands are not a little bit, they're just too little. Yeah, you're tiny, tiny hands. hands. <laughs> tiny hands, yeah. I do like big hands in a character. Hugh's got the kind of big hands that get the job done on screen. <laughs> can I say, though, Yeah, the movie's garbage. I've got, a, I've got a couple of figures which we can dive into, but I'll just launch with this. The message of the film, great. Yep. Good message, really enjoyed it. Like the songs, you didn't have to make a P.T. Barnum. Because there is literally nothing. Like, let's be real for a second. Then that why is he Barnum? Because he's not. He's a fantastical, clearly a like a made up version of him. No, and that is the spirit of Barnum, which is you know like it's the jobs to Question. Steve Jobs. Question. Yes. In real life. Yep. Was Barnum a singer? Could he sing like <laughs> like Hugh Jackman? Could he tap dance his? Little is this a vanity out? project? What do you mean? Is this Hugh Jackman being like, I want everyone to know that I can sing because oh, I haven't established not. that yet. Uh, I think we, we know. No, nah, he feels like he maybe I have the Oscars. Yeah, he has like, have you seen the, uh, the honest movie posters where it's yeah. like, we get it. Hugh Jackman can sing. <laughs> like, actually, if you want to see, do you want to see some great stuff is yeah. in the behind the scenes stuff. They get Jeremy Jordan to sing a lot of Hugh Jackman songs because he has yeah. thing and couldn't yeah. sing. Just listen to it. Jeremy Jordan's got a fucking amazing voice. No, but then doesn't Hugh Jackman, like he can't, he's itching yeah. to get involved yeah. and he sings and he, he cuts his like nose open or whatever. He does. Beautiful. Hugh Jackman's great. Make it like Barnum's just. There are so many problems with this movie, and the first one is that it's he's not PT Barnum, and there are no fucking stakes. It's so bland. They've chosen Nothing aspects happens. of Barnum. It's barely edgy, he and the moment family. of heart we get at the end of the movie is completely fucking undercut. No, it's not by showing his daughter dressed as a fucking tree. You are strung up on this fucking thing happening. It's beautiful. It actually adds to it. Mm. Kath, what do you think? I think that showing his other daughter on stage as well, it's beautiful. She I was kind of like, she was a microcosm of his journey. She didn't care that she wasn't the prima ballerina. She's a fucking tree, and she didn't get. She was an entertainer, and she would happily play the Million part dreams, as a clown because yeah, mine she is. Made Make a bit of film. Happy. It's so boring. Get off it's your not boring. Walk. There's no stakes. There's no edge. He's a bland She's character. His family can't have bigger they, stakes than that. Okay, they literally set up something that is never fucking resolved. What? what? Okay. After he brings old mate opera singer out to Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Who doesn't sing that? By the way, that's I not know. I know. <laughs> it's a little bit annoying that that is. No. True. Who cares? This movie is about I mean, and, smoking. And I, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Kathy doesn't care because when she listened to the soundtrack before watching the film, she thought that was Michelle Williams <laughs> and commented on that she was a bit off. <laughs> I was like, oh, Michelle Williams is <laughs> reaching here. And then I found Michelle out she Williams, was like a professional um, actually sings not, my my favorite song in the film, which is that Tight song. Tightrope. Tightrope. The worst song in the whole thing. Tom. No. Can't remember you? Tightrope. I've listened to this soundtrack 150 times and I probably skip, skip that song second, every time. Second every time. That and Zac Efron songs. Second favourite song. Yeah. Is uh, the, the big the, the song that won all the, is winning all the awards. This, the is, big, me. this is me. Oh, yeah, this is me. It's good. Great song. It's good. Really enjoyed song. it. Best moment of the film. Oh. Now, okay. I want to talk to you about that moment, Sean. Talk to me and know that I will get angry. All right. So that moment, we have, uh, you know, all this time, Barnum, yep. who is a good guy yep. and not a piece of shit who exploited people with disabilities and blacks and animals yeah. and his family yeah. didn't do that and wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah. 
All right. There's a lot of inverted commas that you can't see because this yeah, is a podcast. It's not yeah. actually him though, like a fantastical version of him that isn't clearly isn't real. Don't like it. Fuck. Just make it. Don't make it Barnet. Oh, anyway, I'm gonna get to something singing. <laughs> the freaks come in, <laughs> and he turns them away. He turns them away. Oh, yeah. just when they're like celebrating yeah, or whatever. He yeah. wasn't flawed. That was a scene showing how flawed he was. Where's the payoff? They just because forgive him immediately. No, they don't. They don't no, forgive no. him immediately. They sing a song and then they come back to him. No, no, they don't. They see how low he is at the end of the film and that he's lost his family. Mm. And they're like, you know what, man? You know what? You he fucking deserves it. it. No, no. Because you know we what? thought he no, was Tom, our family Tom. and he betrayed us Tom. that night at the theatre and made us feel stupid. Tom, that's why they're bigger than him. And that's the message of the film at the end. They... Know their place at the end. They belong. Yeah, but and they, they subjugated, no, no, no. subjugated under the powerful no, 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 no. white man. No, Sean. They're better than him by the end. You're, a, you're all about They're, slavery. You're I'm not about slavery. slavery. They go to him at the end and they see this man who no, controlled them no. and their lives no. has lost everything and they pity him and they go, you know what? Everybody deserves a second chance. Because we want a second chance in he life and we got chance. one. You gave us Where a family. The payoff you didn't they mean literally to. go back and just do the show again and keep doing the show night after night. They yep. love the show. Yeah, they love it. They love the movie, the show isn't a bad thing. The show is a chance for them to express themselves. This is me. This is me. This is who I am. No payoffs. Why, why doesn't he have an effect? If, if we're going for fantastical aversion, you know what would be better? If he did cheat on his wife. I think the film implied that he did, personally. I disagree with that completely. No, because he comes out and he's like, no, I didn't cheat on her. And we're like, oh, yeah, no, he didn't. Like, they deliberately go out of your way to show that he doesn't cheat on her. Uh, yeah. I don't think they do. I think they, I think they no, leave no. A, There's room there. And look, there I, isn't, though. I, I, as, as I've conceded <laughs> already, there All are right, things I that think. I like about the film. I like the music. I like... Zendaya, Zac Efron stuff. Uh, yeah. I could take it. My favorite, it. my favorite moment of the it's whole good. film, though, is the look on Hugh Jackman's face when he hears Rebecca Ferguson sing for the first time. It's beautiful, that's, isn't it? That's sensational. It's fantastic. Mm. I like the, the fact that the applause amazing. is always silent first. Yep. That's really good. I don't like the fact... Okay, there is, a, there is no point telling the story, right? There is no point telling the story. Except it's a good fucking time. Hang on, if, let him finish. If, if you're going to make it about P.T. Barnum, there's no point telling the story because there is already a musical about Barnum that leans into the fact that he is a shyster and a huckster. The second song in that musical is called There is a Sucker Born Every Minute. It, it doesn't shy away from the fact that he's not a good person. All right, musical theatre, Tom. This, this, this is a film. film. This is a feature film. It's this not film's a play. Fine. No, no, no. This film's fine yep. if he's not P.T. Barnum. No, I think this is allowed to exist. It's clearly not historically accurate. Yeah. But they've, they've taken... Then why the they've, fuck make it? What's the, end, what's the film they quote it? What's the quote the film ends on? Fuck, I can't remember it. It's something it had such an impact on your life, though, Sean. How can you not remember? No, I didn't have a huge impact, but you know, it had a, you know. No, I'm going to find that quote. We're going to circle back to it. Oh, you know what it was? What was it? There's my daughter, the tree. <laughs> I don't know why you don't like this tree business. <laughs> just yeah. it. it was the only what? part of the film where I started feeling emotions, and it happened. And the four people I was at the cinema with, we started laughing hysterically while a woman behind us cried. Why can't the daughter be up there on stage? What's why? wrong with her being a it tree? Undercut it completely. Tom How did it undercut it? He finally got to go see his daughter at the ballet. And, and he they... gets to see both of them. It's nice. Why? But she's never shown interest in being a ballerina. Because she's younger, but now she's growing up and she's following in her father's footsteps and he hopes for the better. Quite it's quite nice. Tree. She's not afraid You've got to start to somewhere, mate. Silly. What were you in your first like, play? It's not, not a tree. A... Something similar to a fucking tree, I bet. I was an avocado. An avocado. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 handsome Tom. I once played Ooh, a blade serious? of grass in a ballet production. And you know what? It really undercut the rest of the ballet. <laughs> oh, I you! I was the best goddamn blade of grass there ever was. Um, okay, I, I think I can't. I'm going to need to dive in. This is a, this is a pretty disgusting thing. I, I basically, to be fair to you guys, I've given you multiple options here of how yeah. you can how you need to work on this one to make it better. Okay. And the first one is we're going to keep the current film. It's going to kill me. We're going to keep the current film. Mm-hmm. It's still Barnum. Great. Still all that, but we're going to fix the flaws, right? And the, the biggest one is there needs to be more severe consequences for his treatment. For everything that happens. Yes. 
Yeah. For literally every... I want him to lose money because someone finds out the boats that he used as collateral sunk. I want that to happen in this film. Oh. Uh, the reason he goes broke is that the circus closes. He has to find another way to get money, so he sells his house. All of a sudden, the thing that he gave Michelle Williams is gone yeah. again. That would be great. Michelle Williams would be furious with him because he's lied about the collateral. I'm not sure I made this clear at the start. This is literally the most fucking flawed film <laughs> that I love with all my heart. How dare you? No, it's incredibly flawed. <laughs> Everything Tom says is probably true. And yet I still love the film. I'm going to convince him that I'm right by the end of this. Nah, because I know, I know you probably are. This yeah, film is so flawed. weirdo. So. I I, this film... You like BVS. Your opinions are trash. Yeah, but that's not to piss anyone off. That's quite genuine. Like, I wish I didn't because I get wait, so wait, much hang on, hang on. shit for So you it. only like The Greatest Showman to piss me off? No, no, yeah, I see how that made that sound like No, that. she loves it because it has a beautiful message. It's a great film. It has a beautiful message. Which is what? Message. Just do whatever you want and you'll get away with it. No, no, Tom, you're no. focusing on Barnum. And rich. You're focusing on Barnum. I am. He's a ma- because he's the main character. I want you to focus on the people you called freaks. I'm going to. Yeah, good. Okay. I'm glad. Can I just say quickly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bearded lady. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to step on any toes here. Oh. But. I'm going to put something out there. Before you, can, before you continue, yeah. I've seen her. When I went to New York, yeah. live yeah. in a show, yeah. and she was amazing. Continue. <laughs> I'm not disputing the actress and her uh, performance and her voice. It's the strongest part of the film. Just the beard itself. Mm. Why don't you shave it? Because this but, is me, Sean. Yeah. No, no, but just, I mean, like, nothing yeah. to do with the film. I just mean if there was a bearded lady like that. Well, I'm sure a lot of them do, Sean, but it's like the point is like, you know, these admin. Admorality? That word. Yeah. You, you know, we shouldn't have to sometimes cover what is doesn't make us a bad person. We're just different. That's and, beautiful. And we shouldn't be ashamed of so that. That's and the she end. may have a condition that means that no, like, no matter how much she shaves, it grows back. Sure. Right. That's the end message of the film. And worry. I love that, that she embraces who she is and everything. But when I see it at the start, I'm kind of like, that's you- a big beard. Just get the trimmers out. Or is it a Team Wolf situation where like she does it, but then by her lunch break, it's like full beard Probably, again? Probably, yeah. Do you know what's good though? Yeah. Imagine if, right? As a fallout of Barnum's shitty behaviour, yeah. shaves the beard off. Oh. Ooh, I do actually like it. And that. she comes out and everyone's like, oh, where's your beard? And that, like, she's kind of accepted by the rest of society in the way oh. that Rebecca Ferguson is. Yeah. But, but the rest of her real family at the circus are like, yeah. Yeah, you're one of us. Yeah. And then when she grows the beard back, she sings This Is Me. Oh. I'd feel better already. I didn't even have that written down. That just came off the top of my head. I'll allow it. It's not bad. All right. What, what they already had was pretty good too. No, it's not. I mean, it yeah. works fine so, as So literally is. though, what I'm saying is though, he needs, he's, the consequences for his actions throughout the film need to come home to roost harder. He needs to kiss her or do, it needs, something actually needs to happen. Like he can't be a knight in shining armor. He needs to fuck up the payment. He needs to get further in debt and keep lying to bail himself. Because Barnum's a liar. So play that up. Just have him lie to Michelle Williams constantly, and that can be a breaking point. Not the treatment of, of the of the circus people, not the fact that he's taking all these risks, not the fact that he's out all the time, not the fact that he travelled around the world. She's even willing to forgive the fact that he fell in love with this woman because she gets it. But he lied to her. Mm. Never you can you can lie to all of them. You can lie to everyone who comes into this circus, but do not lie to me. I am your wife. Bang, and then she can walk out. Already, there are more consequences for his actions, and the, yeah. the main one has to be. The, the big fallout between him and the performers leading into that big song. There's just, there's just not enough neglect, in my opinion. There was some. Yeah, no. there's some. It, yeah. You almost need like that rule of three. Like There needs to be three more occasions. Yeah. And then instead of, right. instead of them just walking back and performing, they walk out to do the show and they just refuse to perform for Barnum. And he's like, yeah. what are you doing? And then they sing, this is me. And he realises, maybe I made a mistake. Or 
you have the bearded lady moment that we just talked about. It's too early in the film though for him to have that. No, no move it. Mistake. Yeah, you could definitely move, move it, it. But I think what already exists exists in the film. You know, them outside the door and him kind of being like not letting them in. You could probably just expand on that by having yes. them. They've had a few drinks or whatever, and they just burst into the room. Yes, and, and then, then he's they got to awkwardly his... juggle both, and then he says something very cunty. And then, yeah, that's the the divide. There you go. I agree with you. You need something stronger to launch into what is a yes. very powerful song and a very yes, powerful it doesn't, moment. The, the songs aren't always earned by the scenes that lead into them. He, sure. he, again, he doesn't get punished for the shitty things he does. The fire needs to be – you need to see more of that. Like, there needs to be more sabotage. Yep. The actual story behind the fire was that, um, that there was multiple fires at that circus, but one of them was um, – so Tiny Tim mm. was not a midget. Mm. was a boy. Yeah, like he was a eight, child. Eight or nine year old child that they kept placa- that he that Barnum kept placated yeah. with rum. I read that. And then told and the he public he's a short statured well, man. Yes. Wow. It was related to him. He was as like well. his cousin or something. Yeah. He was a he was a drunk kid who accidentally set the circus on fire because he was angry and drunk and like seven. Yeah. My God. It was four, I think, when he started four. as well. Yeah. When he started. And dr- giving him rum. Yeah. Probably smoked. To help his nerves. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he absolutely. was 100% smoking cigarettes. Absolutely. He probably died at like 15. And Barnum just kept going. I, I told my, I think he sewed a I, monkey to a fish and said, "It's a mermaid, guys. Well, Give me ten dollars." They avoid all of the animal-related yeah. cruelty. Oh well, yeah, except at the end, but not the cruelty, I suppose. But which is him uh, riding an elephant? Well, no, yeah. no, no. Okay, he rides an elephant. Isn't that lovely? That those fires. One of those. So underneath, underneath the circus, he had an aquarium yeah. full of beluga whales because they're 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 the spooky white whale. There was a fire. Mm, I don't want to know this. And everyone evacuated, and Barnum went. Yeah. What happened to my aquarium underneath this fire? Did we get the animals out? No, we didn't. What happens to water around fire, guys? Cooks. Don't, don't. I don't want to know. No. Kath? Do they no, sell them? Boiled whales. Did, did he sell them? He probably did. He was a whale. He was a whaler too. He made a lot of his money through whaling. This is oh. what I mean. He's not a good guy. I knew. I knew. So glossing good. over those elements of history is kind of disrespectful. Look, Tom. I came out of the film the and whales. I went on Wikipedia and suddenly I was like, Oh no, yeah. you're not the guy <laughs> no, from the film. No. And then I, I, I closed the window. Yep. Because I liked the film. <laughs> sure. Can we talk about you, you know, the ending? Woke, you mate. say that you got to get you got to you got to accept that he's. You say daughter is a tree undercut. The yeah. emotion of the that's, ending. That's a, that's a small bone. I think him riding an elephant to go meet them undercuts like the message, which is him handing the baton to, to Zach Efron yep. and then you know, kind of giving up the showman life for his family. But then he still rides an elephant yeah, down the street to go see them. What happens when he gets that. off that elephant? Who's he give it to? The valet? What do they yeah, do with it? They park it. Fucking it's All right, stupid. Tom, oh, sir, board, we lost your elephant. Fuck Bonham. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I knew I'd get it with the whales. God damn it. <laughs> Animal cruelty. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, so in this fix in this fix of the actual current film, just the last little point I make on terms of making the stakes harder, that moment when he sings oh, the, 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 the number in the bar, when they come to him and tell him that it's time to get the circus back together. Mm. Yeah. No, let's go, that's the wrong way around. Everyone needs to abandon Barnum and Barnum needs to realise that yeah. he is the problem. Mm. Zac Efron needs to go... I love that girl and only burnt to death in your shitty fire where your whales died. His wife needs to leave him. Rebecca Ferguson's gone. His, his circus performers are gone. He is by himself and he needs to go to them, rally the troops back together and sing that song to them to convince them to come back to the circus. Yeah. That's how it has to go. I actually don't hate the way they've done it, which is still them being like, you know what, you're at rock bottom and you're a piece of shit and you, you're not even capable of actually understanding 
the kind of person then, that you are, but we still it? accept you. He doesn't deserve it, but they're better than him. They're better mm. people. I'm and he's taught high, them that they have a place. it's almost their story in that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I mean? better if he goes to them. But it's not their story in the way this film is no, framed. No, this film is framed as his journey. So if it's his journey, he needs to lose everyone and win them back with this song. And the last part of the song needs to transition to him singing it to Michelle Williams with the circus people. For her to realise. Yeah, you know I, will, I will agree. Okay. When he ran out on the street, I'm like, you got to follow him out on the street. And even when he's running, I wanted Zach and uh, what's her name to be standing outside the hospital and giving him like a bit of a wave. <laughs> you go get her, man. And also, okay, they also didn't do enough in my mind for the Zendaya Zach Efron thing. Like we had one moment where he took yeah. it to the theater and people were like, a black woman at the theater. Yeah. There needed to be more. Yeah. There needed to be more. And, and especially with like, I mean, I think Zendaya is such a good actress. Like they yes. could have done so much more with her because she, she had the ability. And he, he's, the he's charismatic he's and charming. He can carry it. His character yeah. sucks. You know, make it about Correct. her. So make, he make his character more, make his family like super racist and he's like in on it. Film then, could have been about him. Well, he, well Sean, funny you should mention that. Oh, jeez. Because I was going to say, I had one more point on this before I dive into the next point, yeah, which okay. is if you're going to keep him Barnum and keep him fantastical Barnum, Drop elements of assholery by just making him Robert Angier. Assholery. <laughs> right? I Great. don't know who Robert uh, Angier is. The Prestige. Hugh Jackman's character in The Prestige. Oh. He's so obsessed with fame and success that he just he becomes so obsessed it, by it. Make it almost like a cautionary tale. So that's, exactly. That's what like I think a tragedy. They, they, they dipped a, f- a toe in yeah, trying to do, but they didn't, they didn't nail it. Because right. Angier's still charming. It's yeah. not until the final beat of that film that you go, ooh. He's still charming. And so what you do is you don't make the final beat as dark as The Prestige, but no. you make him a similar character. And people are saying, oh, it's because Hugh Jackman's so nice. No, he can play a dickhead. Yeah. That's how you fix the film if you want the current version. Mm. But I don't think we want the current version anymore. I don't think, Kath, you can abide having Barnum's legacy uh, uh, being a right. good one. Fuck that. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> we, We've said it a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, fuck that man. That tuna salesman. You brought up a really valid point before, Sean, uh, <laughs> where you should make the film about Zac Efron. And yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because then. That thought did cross my mind. Because then you can have Barnum be this fantastical figure because that's how Zac Efron sees him. Mm. Yeah. Efron sees this guy as an escape from the boring bourgeois bullshit that he's been bourgeois. putting up with. Oh, oh, peanut yeah. shells. But this is <laughs> peanut shells. I mean, I don't pick up. That's, that's, that's not really a bourgeois thing to do, nah. Sean. This is the fix that I like, though. So you make it about him. He's more sympathetic than Barnum. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I don't actually know a lot about who he is as a real person. He could have been. Nah, I don't think he was a real person. I think he's a he's a fictionalized version of he's, several people. Oh, he's okay. not. He's not. One he's not person. the official like the partner that no, Barnum had. Great. So, so then even better. Pieces of he, picks, pi- make it pieces. this guy. He's he, more sympathetic. Yeah. He can see Barnum as being fantastical because he thinks he's fantastical, and it's only when the you know the reveal moment of Barnum being a charlatan comes yeah. around that you that you get to see the real Barnum and Zac yeah. Efron goes, "No, you are bad," and then you can still have that moment where he goes, "No, nah, you are bad, but I'm better than you, so come on back." Yeah, because in the film, like Zac Efron never challenges him, never calls him out on any of his bullshit. No, at all. There's not even again. There's no consequences for when Zac Efron's put in charge. Yeah. Besides the fact that there is the fire moment, but that was coming anyway. Yeah, there are. There needed to be Zac Efron put in charge, and he fucks the surface up for a bit, and the people performing don't really like him. I have a bit of confusion over what Zac Efron's role is because I, when I watched the film, I thought he was like a like a stage actor. He's a producer. Yeah, he's a producer. producer. Okay. Oh, possibly. I thought he was a writer, actually. No, nah, he's a producer. Okay, because I so I'm sitting there watching the whole film, and I thought he's an actor, and I'm kind of like, 
how come he's not in any of this? <laughs> he's never on the He stage. seems to just be like a bit of a stage manager. Yeah. And then, that's no, what he is. Okay, so he's a producer. He's the producer. Convenient then that like... He puts money in, which is the producer. Like P.T. Barnum, he just happens to have an amazing voice as well then. Great, sure. It's a musical. Everyone happens to have an amazing... Yeah. You've seen Les Mis, Sean. <laughs> Poor people don't sing that well, mate. I've sat through that shit film, yeah. yeah. You love it. No, I don't. You do love it. The movie? Yeah. God, no. You love Rusty. He's the best character in it. Can't sing. Can't sing. None of them can. It's a shit film. I fucking can't stand Lemmy's it. But the, the, the worst. Yeah. The absolute worst thing in the world. It's not. Yeah, no, Frankly, actually, anybody not, involved not, not, not in the... Les Mis is just out of their mind. I, I just, it's, it's astoundingly bad. Well yeah. done, Sean. Yeah. Well done, mate. Yeah. That was a nice pot shot at my field, so <laughs> she's going to love that. Doesn't oh, listen in this show. I didn't know. <laughs> Does or doesn't? No, doesn't. Oh, she's like me then. <laughs> just anyway. With, just with a Kathy Epp. <laughs> nah, jokes, mate. They're all good. I, I feel like... I'm turning you over though. Like Zach, 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 Zach Efron, the character is a version of the film that would would be able to allow you to do pretty much. There's, okay, there's a fair bit of rewriting that takes place because you need he's now the focus. But a lot of the songs, a lot of the big songs, say the same. Yeah, never enough stays. Yeah. Barnum still have his song at the end. But I want you to... still get that great scene where Barnum convinces him and doesn't drink the entire time. The, That's um, a nice scene. Also, yeah, you know he was Prohibition, like really strongly from Prohibition. The bartender is my favourite character in the whole yes, film. Yes, well, he steals oh, the goddamn show. He really does steal the show. Also, yeah. too much. I lied. He's uh, not my favourite. He's a bit of a showboat, frankly. The he distracts from that scene. The guy who the runs the ticket booth? Oh, he's yeah, great. He's the best. Yeah. I need more of him. Yeah, he's really good. Um, I forgot about him. So, yeah, so you, you can really write stuff, but it's basically the same, and you can have that relationship with Zendaya and Efron. Let's let's actually have some conflict between her brother and Efron instead of oh he's here and he gets like hit with an axe and that makes them... let's do some conflict there. Give so the bearded lady something to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'd love to watch her. Fuck he th- so when so when Barnum nicks off with Rebecca Ferguson, he puts Efron in charge and there's a coup and Efron's trying to keep Barnum's vision alive. Meanwhile, bearded lady's reading a revolution. Yeah. He's trying to keep Barnum's vision alive, keep the show making money. And then keep his relationship with... Z- He's like stuck in a rock and a hard place. And Barnum, his mentor, has left him. Yep. There's some stakes. Also, throw Michelle Williams a few more scenes. She comes into Efron and is like, I can't yeah. get in touch with my husband. What's going on there? They can He's got to lie and okay, do that. Yeah. What I can't... Give, the, door- the, give the tree daughter something to do. She's yeah. a tree. She burns in the fire. Have a scene of her at the park admiring a tree for fuck's sake. Okay, she's like, I just want to be a tree day. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. What? She said she burns in the fire. I did not say that. Yes, you did. Uh... I don't think I did. What are you talking Kathy, about? You're on you drugs. just said she burns in the fire. You did. I know you did. <laughs> I may have, I may have, uh, I may have gone for a bit of a Barnum. Let's burn things in fire. Let's Holy burn shit, out a child in this one. What I don't understand here, and and please illuminate. Does Zach Efron have to sing more songs then? Like, because I really like how much Hugh Jackman sings. Because I really Mate, this movie is me enjoying Hugh Jackman's incredible you know talents. What? Yeah, sure. Zach Efron probably doesn't have to sing much more than that. Zach, Why Zach everyone doesn't have to see Why? much more because what you can do is you can show him maybe he goes rather than Barnum seeking him out maybe he goes along to watch the circus and so that opening scene is him watching Barnum's show so you, also you lose but the you lose the kids story weird that's if gone the which story the kids doesn't sing that much he, Zach no. everyone sings like two songs well maybe give and maybe you give him a couple of extras but you keep all of Barnum's songs. Maybe there's another film here where you flip it and it's like an intern type character. You don't show Barnum's early career. He's already established yes, and successful. It's, and the intern when... Zach Efron comes in yeah. and just is he just loves this guy yeah. but learns throughout the course of the story yes, that he's a piece of shit. Yes. Something like that. Yes. 
And then you exactly, still get oh, Hugh Jackman's kind song. Of like, exactly the film. Kind of like, I mean, it's not the same film, obviously, but it's the same emotional arc as um, Ryan Gosling in The Ides of March. Yes. That idea yeah. of, yes. of, of... I've idolised this guy and now he's a piece of shit. And then what does that make me if yes. I've behaved in similar fashion? Oh, Am I nice. on the road to... Yeah, pretty good. And then he can Ooh, lie to Michelle Williams and lie to the kids of... and lie to Zendaya. And then there's a peak moment. There's, you know, I mean, everything's going to shit. She can turn around and be like, you're as bad as him. Everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie. And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not. And she's like, yeah, you are. And then maybe he can get the circus back together. They put on one last show and that's when the fire happens. Do we save Barnum in this though? Or is it just accurate to history? And it's like, nah, he's yeah. just a piece of shit. I reckon, I reckon we can... Because we if can... that's the case, I think... No, you, if you... we're not going to give Barnum redemption, Michelle Williams is out of the movie. You can, no, no. What you do is you redeem him in the way you said, which is that we know you're bad. But we're better. No, I. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. That. I think I think you've convinced me very well, Tom, on this Barnum thing. If if we're gonna keep Barnum, he can't get redemption because the man himself does not deserve redemption. So if we're gonna be true, if we're gonna be like he's a prick, let's not indulge this. Here we in, go. Any shape or form. Efron takes all the all the guys with him, and they open their own and their own circus. And Michelle Williams goes with them, and I don't know. She gets something good. Like, or, do you know what I mean? Barnum, she, so, Barnum does the same thing. He gives the circus to Efron because he decides to go into politics, which is what actually happened. Yeah, I guess the, the Michelle Williams Barnum buys, I know, Efron buys him out, right? You could buy him out. Buy him out because there's that beat in the film where Barnum's broke, right? And Efron's like, I invested all my money because I'm not an idiot. Mm. He just goes, I'll buy, I'm buying it off you. It's my circus now. Look, it's problematic and there's probably Let's something just, you need to do Can we there. end Barnum's story in that grey area of him leaving this and going to politics? Yeah. So he has his redemption and makes peace with his family and then the movie ends and it's like, Hopefully it all works out, but he's probably still bad. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked his emotional arc yeah, in I the did film. Too. Barnum's. I did, Except yeah. So, so okay. okay. Like, it's, it's what you then need in a big musical. Like. I present to you another option oh. for this film. Theory. Door number we can, three. We can, we can go down door number three in which you have the same redemption arc. Okay. You have the same nice character beats. He's just Jimmy Wilson of the Wilson Brothers Circus. Oh, he he's just, not. He's yeah, just a fictional, fictional guy. Character. Purely Fictional, because yeah. there's actually no, there's nothing about the film that makes it have to be Barnum. Yes, I like, agree with that. That you could, you could just make, if you want to have the arc and you want to have the nice story, you just make it, you make it Big Fish-esque about a guy who just wants something bigger and he's very charismatic and he lies. So he can still lie. His whole thing can be lies and his lies can still get him undone and his passion for fame. And you can, you know, get a bit of that Robert Angier from Prestige in it. Rather than making him Barnum the douchebag, it's this guy who is obsessed with fame and success that it, it, it costs him everything. And then he realises that that's not what's important. What's important is family. What's important is, is being true to himself, right? So you get, you get to have your cake and eat it too and no whales die. And which, which I love. I'm On not going to lie. That's a big plus for me. I mean, I, I think you're probably right uh, in that I don't think anyone gave a shit that he was a real guy. Like, no one no. was like, well, history. Oh, my God, I'm learning so much. Like, we're all there to watch Hugh Jackman be excellent. Let's be real for a second. I, I didn't at any point need it to be a true story, and I didn't think I, it was for a no, second. No, I so. didn't realise it was actually a story about Barnum until I started reading up about the show and was like, oh. It's it's Barnum. It, it baffles me. Love the kid thing. I'll even give you that shot. Being like, we've got Hugh Jackman, but he's not a big enough draw card. Why don't we get this guy from a like two hundred years ago that no one gives a shit about today? He's well, going to be the draw card. No, he, it's Hugh Jackman. Like, if you know what I mean, like he's the selling point of this film and mm-hmm. the music as well. You know, so I, I yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's kind they, of redundant, really. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com it's interesting that they didn't just do that because of how much of a departure this is from the real thing yeah, I'm I mean, shocked I, by it, really. I got, look, I got swept up and like, oh, he was a he sold lies, and so a movie about him should be full of lies too. It's what he would yeah. want. I got caught up in it, but Tom, I um. But why are we honouring his wishes? He's a dirt. Yeah, bag. fuck him. Um, I ah. found that quote. This is what the movie ended on. The noblest art is that of making others happy. So what they have done, obviously, is taken one aspect of this guy. And, and Hugh Jackman's obviously found the most to work with with that and said, this is what I want the film to be. I want it to be happy and joyous and uplifting. And so they've gone down that path. How do they live with themselves making this film? What, what was your question, sorry? How do they live with themselves? Well, there's been, there's been a heap of backlash, like particularly from, from people with disabilities and, and, and that community have come out pretty hard and been like, you just need to read some history. He was really bad to people yeah. of color, yeah. people with from anywhere, animals. Asians, animal. Like he was. But the thing, the thing they focus on is that he also coined the term show business. Yeah, he was about entertainment. Which wasn't in the film and money. So let's make it about that. Make it about the fantastical element of show business. So lean into that. The noblest art of anything is making someone happy. Make that. So make him fictional. Mm. Make him a larger than life character. Maybe he's inspired by P.T. Barnum or other circuses, and that's what he wants. Like he wants to do that. He wants to be that, that person. And they're like, no, you, you, you're, you can't be that person. It means you, you have to change a few elements. Um, for example, the opera singer is a real person that Barnum did bring out to America. Yeah. So you just make her a, 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 a musician from somewhere. They already changed. Yeah, she's kind of she's singing the Victoria, kind so. of singer that she is. I mean, the only thing that they really kept the same about her was that she was a very charitable woman. That's yeah. the only kind of similarity, really discernible similarity. You can keep that quality. I found know? the meeting the Queen scene was so out of place. Interesting, because I'm assuming it's not accurate. Well, at all. it did happen. Well, no, he, he did. He, did he would have queen. met the Queen. Yeah, but I just found it weird that they brought the entire no, they, cast no, of the they show did. over. They really? Did, yeah. Yeah. He brought and, the circus. See, that's an opportunity in the film. Tommy. Tom Thumb. Tom Thumb did make her laugh. Really, mm-hmm. and that's that's an opportunity. I think she in the requested f- him specifically. She requested um, Tom the general, Tom. the little general, the little general. That's an opportunity in the film to have them all want to meet the queen and have him be like, "Oh no, no, that's yeah. not for you," sort of thing. You yeah, because I mean? he and seemed then add that fine onto the other with one. it at the beginning, and he seemed fine with race at the beginning, and then he kind of turned. Without- so this way, if he's fantastical, he's he's telling lies even to himself. But then as it starts getting bigger, and he realizes that the thing that he wants, which is the approval of the elite, yeah, which is the, which is a great motive. That whole thing of him wanting to gain the approval of of her dad, I liked that. And I'm yeah. sure you did too, Sean. I'm sure you liked that. That was a nice I didn't really touch. buy into that the dad would allow him 
to take the daughter away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just be kind of like, <laughs> she'll be back. It's like, no, nah, I don't think you would let this happen. You'd just be like, so so up, it no. needs to be. So in, in in our version, in this version, she needs fiction, to run away. She needs to run away. Definitely, which makes it bigger when she goes back. Oh yeah, and harder when she goes back. Yeah. Michelle Williams needs a lot more to do. She yeah. does. A lot. Of, a lot of people need a lot more to do. Mm. She's great. But now I, I think I think. With a fictional Barnum, you can have that moment where he's happy to present them to Queen Victoria, but then when he brings the singer out and they want to, you know, mingle with the hoity-toity people of New York and he doesn't let them, then you can have, you know, the bearded lady be like, you asshole, you let us meet the Queen. He's like, but I'll let you meet the Queen. She's like, no, you let us perform for the Queen. Mm. That's you good. You only want us yeah, when we perform. That's really it should great. even be in the aftermath. Is that, that's when he meets the singer, isn't it, in the aftermath yep. of that meeting. Perhaps he shouldn't even know then that's how he feels. It should be when he meets the singer or like other famous people in the room after having drinks comment on like the freaks yeah, in the yeah, room. Yeah. And, like, and then he's kind of like, oh, oh this yeah. reflects poorly on me. Yeah. Oh, and then that, there's a bit of a character you change. Just, you just, you just because he's such in. a nice guy at the start. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, then then what you can do is you have it dropped in there, then have one more instance, mm. and then the this is me beat. I think you need three instances of him pulling away from the freaks of the circus. So and then the speak. big one. Then, like we talked about before, they come in the room and perhaps there's a loud altercation where he says something that's really quite nasty and they're kind of like, here you go. It's like, you know, yeah, but you know, you go go, go into another room and we don't want to go. We don't want to be in here. We want to celebrate. It's like, no, you've got to go in the other room. We can't have freaks in here. Something like that, yeah. Mm. We can't have people like you. Oh, there you go. Even better. People like you. And she's like, what do you mean people like me? And Zendaya's like, yeah, people like me. People like me. And he's like, and then and they all look around the room and everyone's kind of like averting their eyes. And, and she's stuff. like, well, this is me. Yeah. yeah. Because the song is, is about reclaiming her own identity yeah. and being like, you don't define who I am. I choose who I am. And they storm out this and he's like, he's oh, like I don't a- have a circus anymore. Oh, shit, oh, I don't I have a circus anymore. Mm. Yeah. Then he can kind of rally them together. And then you have the fire beat again. So he loses the circus as well. But no boiling whales, please. No, no, there's no whales in this circus because right. it's fictional. They couldn't afford animals. No, they had a moral. Stance. Stance. He was a vegan. He was a vegan. He's a, that's him. why, Tom, I quite like this. Exists in the same world as Barnum, but he's not. Like Perhaps he was inspired by the idea of show business and yeah. that, but he doesn't want to be Barnum. He and wants to be that's better. That's one of his main points of difference. We're not going to do anything with animals because that's cruel. Yeah. All yeah. this sort of thing. I, like this. I can't imagine Barnum had these people on stage singing songs. I'm sure it was more of a like, here's the bearded lady and you look oh, at her. Look at yeah. her. Turn around for us and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, this guy's going to yeah. eat a sword. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't them singing the same song every night. And no, no. It, you, it, it, that, and that's the musical. The leap, like... um. The success just came too easily too in the film. Like, you know, he's trying to sell tickets and then all of a sudden they've got these sold out shows and it all just sort of happened a bit too yeah. easily. Maybe that's what it is, is that Zac Efron goes along one night to like spite his rich family. He's like, no, I'm not going to go to the theatre. I'm drunk. Because that, that'd be nice. If he was an alcoholic, that'd be nice that Barnum played, that our fictional Barnum, yep. Jimmy Wilson. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's just the name I've gone for. Sure. It could be anything. Yeah, It could be Barry... Circus. Uh, Barry Tent. Barry. Barry Big Top. That's where the name Big Top comes from, everyone. Barry Biz. Showbiz. Yeah. Um, so he, you literally could have a moment where he gets drunk, walks out of the theatre, and his parents are like, son, you must come back to the theatre. And he's like, fuck the theatre. It's boring. Yeah. I'm going where the real stuff is. And he goes to the circus. And he's like, someone does something. And Zach, everyone's just sitting there, and he's like, finery. Just like, ha, do it again. But yeah. I was like, that guy's like, I, like he would recognize this guy, yeah. not Barnum. I could call him Barnum, but Hugh Jackman would yeah. Yeah, recognize him, and and then maybe that's how he gets bigger. Is this guy starts investing in him? I know how to sell your show. You're good at selling your show, but I can market to people. You don't know. You yeah. don't know how to market your show. Yeah, you don't know what people want to do. It like I even like the idea of having like the Zac Efron character 
who what does he see? He's a, a theatre producer or something. Yeah, you have yeah. him at one of his like stuffy shows, and the the audience just gently like applaud at the end, and it's all very respectful. And then yeah. he goes along to the circus show, and the audience are cheering, yeah, yeah throwing and standing shit. up, yeah. Yeah. flames going everywhere, and he just loves it. He's kind of yeah. like, I want something. I want to actually. He, he wants something more. He just doesn't know what it what is. It is. And this yeah. is what and, that, it is. and then because then because then what is happens me. is he does that bit where he goes to the show, Barnum sees him and chases him out, like. You know, and you can have that song that's in the bar. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it." And he goes to the bar and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to get you. You're going to, you're going to do it because I know you want this." And then that yeah. that song has a nicer meaning to it when he's yeah. like, "Don't you want something more?" This is what you said point, earlier. You earn the songs. We've seen nothing of Zac Efron to make that scene. Like Barnum's like, "You want something more, don't you?" And he's like, "Oh, I guess so." We've we've seen you for five <laughs> minutes, mate. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. It's so, kind of like I, I mean I thought it was playing against like a stereotype I suppose but you, it's always better to earn it. Earn it. Sure. It, it's you have to earn a song. So the thing about and I may have said this in the La La Land episode, but the thing about musicals is there's a quote attributed to a guy who I can't remember, but it's a great quote. Yeah. And the reason we're doing good with quotes today. We are. We are. But the reason characters sing in musicals is because the idea behind it is when you write a musical, you get us. You write a scene where the characters get so emotional they can no longer speak and must sing. Nice. That's where That's it is. So it's either it's either happiness, anger. You watch every musical you've seen. Usually, the song comes at the highest point it's when it spills out of the emotion. Except musicals like Les Mis or something where they sing. Yeah, all shit ones. <laughs> That's nice. That's a really nice point. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. See, your version, like this new version that we have of Hugh so, Jackson. So, which version do we want? I want this third option. All right. I like door number three yeah, personally. Yeah, door number three. Because it well. just you can do anything. And you don't fictional. have to be. Yeah. And no whales. Yeah. No whales. See again. It's everything you ever want. Why, why didn't they do everything this? If they were going to revise history so much. Yeah. But I like to because it, it, it makes more of, the, more of the songs earned. Like Million Dreams at the start yeah. feels earned now in this Tom, version. you're onto something. Really, it's something. <laughs> it's a lyric. I know. I, I, I realised really, realize half halfway through and then when Kath giggled like a child, I was like, <laughs> I've just been lyriced. Great songs though, great soundtrack. I love it. Yeah, no, and I agree. The soundtrack's fantastic. It's yep. a lot better because these are the guys that did La La Land. The songs yep. are a lot better than the ones in La La Land. They're yeah. memorable. So I, I want to sing them. Yeah, fuck La La Land. And just like so ugh, great. I mean, I wish I could describe how good they are, but just really, really, really fucking great. They, they, what they? <laughs> Why can't you describe how good they are? You can only just say great. Just great, but like no, no. you don't get it. Whatever you're thinking, double it. Greater than that. Just listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, that would be the best way to figure out how good the song is. <laughs> <laughs> the song, the soundtrack is actually so good that it, it for me, it covered over all of the cracks of the film. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's true. There were moments where I was like, oh, this is really good. And then I thought yeah. over a minute, I'm like, why the fuck is this happening? Though? Because the, the suggestions you've made to the this is me moment are fucking awesome. And yet, that moment, I was still so invested in yeah, the film. That's the and thing. that probably the, my main takeaway, the, the reason I'm so passionate about why I really liked the film as it is, even though it's extremely flawed, was just that I love a story that's about um, outcasts, I guess, in society who've yeah. been put down. And it's about them finding themselves and that sort of thing. So, I, I like, honestly, I'm tearing up watching this film. Mm. It worked for me on so many levels, we- except for screenwriting. But well, it's but, still, but, like, I still bought into the emotion. You can, of it. you can still have the outcast. You actually can have the outcast story better with a fictional version of him because you can make him more of an outcast. Absolutely. And then you don't have a really well, not so much him. Moment. I mean, I mean, I mean the team. I mean the bearded lady and all these guys. But he's an outcast in himself, and then he aspires he to be here, but he's actually lower class, and he needs to learn that you don't actually want to be. This is me. Yeah. You need you need Except to beat to the sound of your drum or whatever the yeah. line is yeah. that I've completely botched. Yeah. So what ver- yeah, version? You'd like option three. Option three, please, Tom. Number three. Draw number three. Welcome to the fictionalized greatest showman Woo! about Larry M. Showman. <laughs> uh, and it's spelt Shaman. Like Shaman. his name is Shaman. Shaman. Yeah. Are you happy with that? Look, 
pretty happy. I've got one question yeah. for you two boys. Uh, yeah. Any recasting? Um, I don't no. think you can. I, I'm happy with the cast. If you're going to recast anyone, I don't know why they didn't get an actress who could sing. To play Rebecca Ferguson's part, she's really good though. She's good, but let me yeah. let me just let me just tell like, you this: she's heartbreaking in that do you know moment. What, do you know what would be nice if they actually got some fucking decent music theatre performers working on like fucking Broadway to do stuff? Yeah, because cool. she's Rebecca, Ferg- Rebecca Ferguson isn't enough of a name, especially sitting amongst Hugh Jackman, no. Zac Efron, Again, Zendaya. Like Hugh Jackman's the is the name. Yeah. You, you, you could cast literally she's... anyone else, and it doesn't matter. I would be I would get the singer who actually sang the song, or get get just anyone to come but in and play that. Her performance was particularly incredible. I do get that she she did that emotion. Oh yeah, so she she did some beautiful beautiful stuff. But that scene where she he says to her, "I've risked everything," and she looks at him and says, "So have I." Oh, Heartbreaking. Yeah. Nah, the, the like scene, that's why you want st- an actress. Still, the, yeah, the scene the for thing. me is but you can get an actress. You can get an actress who can sing. There's plenty of them. okay, but yeah. to sing that well, she's supposed to be. Like the pinnacle of singing in this world, it it would be it would be you know they just get should just get Audra McDonald, who's, who's fantastic. Who's, who's she? who is she? She is a music theatre singer. She's a soprano for a start, and she has a beautiful. What's she been in? She films. Uh, she plays the voice of the wardrobe in the newest Beauty and the Beast. Nah, mate, we want uh, film pedigree. Oh, that's why they went with Ferguson. Do you know who scum. they should go with? Who they they used her for the soundtrack, Kesha. Voice nah, of a generation. I tell you what. And can act. I, I can't stand though. that bearded Pop. lady's not on the radio, but the Kesha the version Kesha's is. Version, the Kesha's yeah. version Fuck is off. trash. Like that song, Kesha's version is holding on by a thread because the music is so beautiful. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Why do they do that? The, the and I like Kesha. They do it for Fuck. Disney movies as well. They Every do it with Disney Moana. Movie, there was a, there's a pop remake of like Jessica Simpson and her boyfriend singing A Whole New World from wow. Aladdin. Wow, wow, Piss wow, wow, off. Wow. So, wow. I hate anyway. it. And I, you know I love well, trash in, when it comes to music, but even that's too trash for me. In our, in our fictional Kesha. version, there is no pop version of that song. Thank you. Good. It is that's only just as me. You. And it kind of felt a bit shitty as well because the film is about like the little guys, you know, the outcasts, the people we don't normally draw attention to. And then the, and so they've cast, you know, the actress who played the bearded lady who was obviously not a name or I wasn't aware if she was a name, maybe on Broadway, but certainly not in film. And they've got, oh, look, we're going to give her attention, but not we're not going to give her the radio song. Do you know what I mean? It's kind no. of contradicting their very message, which is we need to be giving more of a voice to, to the outcast. And then they took away her voice for the widespread version of that song. It's like a little fucked and... She did such a good job of it, you know? Is she nominated for an Oscar? No. no. The song is... Uh, the ensemble got nominated okay. for a uh, Screen Actors Guild Award, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The song certainly really? is. And I'm, song's up for best song. I f- it'll win. I think they got... You know, there's ensemble awards. That cast. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm it's talking about my arse, Sean. Interesting. I, I it's been a bit it. of a sleeper hit. It's been a bit of a nothing because people went... No, it's done quite well in America. It's made over $100 million. Yeah, I yeah, heard it. It's, it's just fine. It's churned along. But but it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna be lasting. I don't think. I think the songs will be lasting, but I don't think that the yeah, film will. Yeah. Okay. I was about to be like, well, now, <laughs> the songs. Mm. Who's watched La La Land? Yeah, I don't Since. like it though. It fucking sucked though. Yeah, Thank shit. you. I, I love being in a room with people who hated La La Land. I oh, hate it. it like it makes me so angry. How Get fucked. I hate it. Was. I don't hate it, I but like it's just a nothing movie. It, Tom, but I'm sure we very much agree. Name anyway. one fucking song. Oh, oh, City of Stars. Name a second song. But even so, uh, <laughs> the one that Emma. Thing I does in the audition room. It's pretty good. Yeah. Outside of that, France. Piss off. France is good. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's called audition song. Yeah. I like yeah. someone in the crowd. That's the only song from La La Land I like. Couldn't tell you what it is. And on that note, uh, I've been Handsome Tom. I've been Carney. I've been Kath. And uh, if you would like to let us know which door you believe we should go down on, go down on. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. No, no, that's not what you want to do with a door. You want to go through a door. Go down a door. I. Wrap your hands around the handle. Oh my Just God. wrap. 
If you want to just let us know which door you'd like at MM Sans Pants, uh, that's a Twitter, or you can send us an email at Sans Pants Radio. I uh, know, movie maintenance at sanspantsradio.com. Fuck, I haven't done a wrap up for a while. I'm like the Kath Atkins of wrap ups today. Um, <laughs> it's not as easy as it fucking looks, yeah. But I, I will I will always remember my Twitter handle, so you can tweet me individually at Awkward Treat. You can tweet me at Kath Atkins5. Hey, she got it hey. right. Oh, and I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Kath and I had planned to sing so many songs in this episode. Like we were gonna every time you like started making a point, we were just gonna interrupt you. Stop. Like you'd like just start talking about something in the movie. So yes, yeah, so I drink champagne Jack with kings and queens. Politicians praise my, my name. name. And then you talk again. And we and like, again. <laughs> well, those were someone else's dreams. Pitfalls of the man I became. Sean Carney, that yeah, was some good. That's what the people missed out on. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.